take three. This is the Two Fish Podcast, where we try to keep biblical truths simple. Your hosts, Nick Burt and Aaron Apple. That's right. We are back with another episode of Two Fish Podcast. How you doing, Aaron? I am doing fantastic. So hopefully you guys had a chance to watch or listen to our Christmas special we did. I really enjoyed doing that. It was a lot of fun. It was. It was great to read that story. Uh, I was just telling Nick that's probably the second time at Christmas that I've read that story. And when we were doing that, I actually got goosebumps. So Yeah. Yeah, you had said that. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a story that definitely probably should be read every Christmas. Or even outside of Christmas, we should be reading that story. Because it's, you know, Jesus came to die for, eventually die for our sins. So that we can be um, with him in eternity. So... To read that start uh, was super impactful to me, for me anyway. And then we had Christmas. We actually had Christmas. had Christmas. How was Christmas for you? Christmas was good. We uh, It was different this year. Uh, yeah. It was smaller gatherings, and yep. we didn't go to all the gatherings. Yeah. Um, but it was good. We still had a core group of family come together, and uh, Santa Claus showed up for the kids. Sweet. So, yeah. Did was, you get anything? I did. I got these sweet new headphones. Oh yeah, some studio headphones. <clears throat> so I can I can hear clearly now. Yeah, we were using. Um, they were my son's Xbox yeah, headset. Those, those weren't working. They they were not very good. And these are like a cheap ten dollar thing. So I'll probably have to get invest in some of those because they they look sweet. Yeah, they so. sound really. They sound good. Do they? Yeah, I like it. Nice. I got some bib overalls. My father-in-law got me some. I needed some new ones because I actually haven't had a pair in a while. And since I work outside, I almost warmed today, but then it warmed up. So I'm glad I didn't. It would have been hot. You can be too hot. You can. Even though it's cold outside, you can get too hot inside. So inside the clothes. Yeah. Probably depends on what kind of house you're working in. I was outside most of the day. What stage it's in and what you have to do. Yeah. It was cold. Well, so... We wanted to talk since we've done Christmas and we're coming to the end of the holiday season. We wanted to talk about the new year and kind of reflect maybe a little bit on 2020. And really, honestly, when you think of the new year, at least what I think of is New Year's resolutions. Tell me how you feel, Aaron, about New Year's resolutions. I think New Year's resolutions are are kind of dumb. I, I think they you do. I, yeah, I, I, what was your statistic? Uh, like ten yeah. percent of people follow through with it. So I think I read. I looked it up just to make. Well, I can't remember now, but I think that it was eight point like two or four percent of people actually start in January with a New Year's resolution, say lose weight or exercise more, eat better, and by the end of the year, only eight point four people actually followed through for the year on their new year's resolution which to me is crazy right and how many i mean and then the other statistic that i think i read i think it was in the 80s 80 percent of people that have new year's resolutions are done by february are done by february they've already failed and they've said next year yeah and (laughs) which is which is also crazy which also is me 90 percent of the time like this year i'm gonna i'm gonna do the normal ones I'd like to exercise more. I'd like to eat better. Um, I'd like to 
you know, I don't really need to lose weight, but I wish I like to move it around a little bit, you know, move it into your biceps. Yeah. Into my biceps. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that's for me. That's one of the things that I want to try to do this year is just be a little more active. See, I, I realized I was one of those people by February, I was done with it. So I was like, why, why am I, why do I do this? Why do you set a goal? Why do I set this year long goal? Yeah. And I'm not going to follow through with it. Exactly. And I don't even like set the goal for the year, which we were talking about. I saw these YouTube videos where these people are like planning out their entire year in like this notebook and they're like in September and I know it's have good to have goals like in business and all those things, oh, yeah. but these people were setting their life for the year. And I'm like, dude, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm doing next week. Yeah. I don't like, know what I'm doing tomorrow. Yeah, like we're so busy usually that I can't plan out my life like that. That's crazy. I usually got to call my wife and be like, what are we doing? Next week? Yeah, exactly. Or she says, Hey, don't forget. And you're like, okay. I yeah. I, I didn't forget. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, where, where was that at? Exactly. I got the important ones marked in my Google Calendar, though. I got, That's good. I got my the birthdays, the anniversary. Yeah. Like, those are in there. Nice. So I get reminders on those. So you actually don't remember. You rely on the technology to... That's crazy. Shh, don't, <laughs> tell, don't tell everybody that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's, it's so-and-so's birthday. Thanks, Facebook, because I totally forgot about that. Right? That's good. Exactly. Well, so one of the things that we were talking about in preparation for this is every year at the beginning of the year, we set these goals and we say, man, actually, we talked about it. It starts usually around Thanksgiving and you're like, let's give weight, for example. I need to lose some weight. Right. But Thanksgiving's coming up and I know I'm going to eat a lot for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then there's Christmas. Chris- I'll, Christmas is right after it. Yeah. I'll start in January 1st. It's a fresh and that's how the way we look at it with these kind of things. It's it's fresh. It's a the number starts over, the year starts over, and so it's a good place to start for other things other than like the weight loss and stuff, and even the weight loss and stuff. If that's something you want to do, um, I just use that as an example because that's a big one for most people. Like right. I'd like to save more money this year. Like that's another thing that I'd like to do: spend less on the little stuff and save a little more. You know, but a verse that we pulled out was in Lamentations in 3, 22 through 24. It says, actually 21, but this I call to mind and therefore I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Verse 24, the Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will have hope in him. Right. And so, that, that word hope is really what we kind of want to look at for, for a minute. Right. So like a, a new year, a new hope. And, and like this verse says, every morning is new. Yeah. So we don't have to wait for the new year. Yeah. We can get up tomorrow and have a new hope in what we want to accomplish. Yeah. So let's take your goal. You want to save more money. Okay. This year. Well, that is like a really broad goal. It like, is. It there, is. There, and there's no definition to that. There's no, like, I want to save this much by yeah. the end of January. Yeah. Like, I want to save 50 bucks by the end of January. Yeah. And by the end of February, I want to have 100 saved. So every month, you want to save $50. <clears throat> Where you set yourself up, in my opinion, because I don't like these New Year's resolutions. Yeah. Is you didn't define that. Yeah. Your overall objective is I want to save money. Yeah. But 
well, how you can break that down. Yeah. And, it's, and it, when you paint a broad stroke like that, well, I saved a dollar. Right. So I, I did. I saved. I'll save more next month. You know what I mean? So, A, if you are going to do those goals, be a little bit more specific, and that'll help reach those goals. But biblically standing here, we don't have to wait for that January 1st to start over like that on the physical or the spiritual because a lot of our hope, and, and we'll get into the some of the Bible here, is our hope needs to be in Jesus. And if we reflect here for a second on the past year, Let's reflect on 2020 just for a minute. Okay. It stunk. It was terrible. Like for a lot of people. I know you had people pass in your family this year. I had several people pass in my family, whether it was COVID or not. I mean, it was hard. It was a hard year. Yeah. The beginning of the year started with COVID. And then there was, I don't know if you remember this, in California, there was killer wasps. And that was going to be that was going to be the next big oh crap thing that right. we we're all going to die from killer wasps. And then politics all year. We're not even going to get into that, no, because that's a whole can of worms. Yeah, but that's been crazy all year. Right. So literally, this has been a crazy full of just. I mean, fear. The, fire, the fires out west too. I. You know what? I didn't think of that when like, we were. I man, that was nuts too. Yeah. That was ridiculous. I saw some pictures of that, and that was. Oh, it's terrible. Terrible. And if you're watching and that was you in the middle of that and you lost property, you know, prayers out to you guys because that looked like apocalyptic out there. Yeah. And then these wasps came from Who wherever. <laughs> the wasps. Came from. Yeah. But, but but in all those struggles and all that, Jesus says, hey, you'll find your hope in me. Right. And we, yeah, we're going to have troubles, but we, we don't have to necessarily worry about those troubles we do but worry isn't the word we need to use we can have hope in those troubles because we as believers and if you're not trust in jesus put your hope in jesus yeah so and the way we define hope is called the human definition right right? it's more of a wish it's wishful thinking yeah um but when you define that biblically it is a confident expectation of what God has promised and what God is going to do for you. Yeah. So when when we say to put your hope in Jesus, you're saying I know coming out of 2020 like something wonderful is going to happen. Yeah, or yeah. Something good is going to come out of this. Yeah. And and there was a lot of good in 2022. Oh yeah. Um I just actually saw uh I'm a member of Rotary and they just posted on Facebook that like another country had been eradicated of polio Sweet. during this, which is awesome because it's, I mean, it's down to a very small percentage of the world that still has it. Yeah. Um, but it got eradicated out of another area. And yeah. I mean, that that's awesome because polio was one of those things that was taken over the world at one point too. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll have that confident hope, that confident expectation of what God is going to do and what he has promised us and along with hope like you can't use the word hope i feel like without using the word faith and in hebrews 11 1 now faith is comp confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see and it's like you said earlier hope is hope is believing that things will be good and all even the bad things will be good he'll he'll use it is because of his faithfulness. Right, his faithfulness to, to you and I. Yeah. And and those are the things he has promised us. Yeah. Like he sent his one and only son for us to die for our sins 
and to to give us this new hope. Yeah. That um, even though you're going to have some struggles, he's going to come alongside you in that. Yeah, I like it. So we can we can be assured that God sent his his one and only son to die for us. We we have that as Hebrews said that that new faith in this and a confidence of that and even though let's say like 2020's been a struggle, there's been a lot of a lot of burdens come out of that. There's a a lot of sorrow, there's a lot of yeah. I mean, there's just all kinds of stuff in 2020. Yeah. Um you know, we can still have that confidence and we can have that hope and what, what he has done for us. And, but we're, we're going to have struggles. Exactly. Yeah. Along with that struggles, um, John sixteen thirty three. I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace in this world. You, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. And I think that's, that's huge with, you know, like hope, hope in Jesus. Yeah. I have overtaken the world. So, you know, like the end is good. Like he's got it. Right. You're going to be in troubles like 2020. Hopefully 2021 is not as bad for most people, but whatever it is, you have hope that it's not going to. Brings me to one of my, one of my favorite verses of recent is Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 um, through 30. I now... Put my trust and hope in our Lord and Savior. I trust that when he says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He's telling us, like, you're, you're going to have struggles, like John yeah. said, yeah. but I'm here for you. And yeah, you can put your trust and your hope in me, and I'm going to come alongside you. Yeah. And I'm going to make that cross. He tells us to pick up our cross and carry it every day. Yeah. He's going to make it lighter. Which is good. Because yeah. that cross gets heavy. Life gets heavy. It, it gets real heavy when you're doing it on your own. There's a good way to say that. So if, if you put that hope in Jesus and that hope and what he's done, that that's going to be lighter. Yeah. You're not going to have to carry that by yourself. I like it. Yeah, these verses tell us that Jesus wants to take our pains. He wants to take our sorrows. So if, if we relate that back to your New Year's resolutions. New Year's resolutions. Because I don't make them anymore. <laughs> I don't usually either, but that's always something at the beginning of the year. I'm like, so, I should probably do this. <laughs> right? And I don't think there's anything wrong with them. They just don't. It doesn't work for me. So yeah. I've had to break it up into, into yeah. smaller goals and... Actually, I had to talk through this with my wife, and was like, "If I ever made a New Year's resolution that you know of," and she's like, "No, but you no. make smaller goals throughout the year, and then we try to follow those." Yeah, that's good. Route. Um, I like that. Yeah. So if we go back to yours, let's go to <laughs> exercise, right? All right. So you, I'm guessing you don't like the way you look in some manner or whatever. Your gut's gotten a little bit too big, or yeah, and and you're struggling with that image of yourself, but that that first off isn't how God views you, right? Yeah. Um. So that that is our fleshly desire and struggle. God doesn't view us that way. But if you, as I'm thinking through this, if we combine 
our New Year's resolutions with our new hope in Jesus and bring, bring Jesus into that goal, like I just think you're going to be more successful in achieving that. Yeah. One, you're going to go to prayer about it. And um, if you look at Ephesians six eighteen, uh, it tells you to pray about all things and on all occasions. Um, so with your with your goal and your struggle of whatever your image is, mm-hmm. as an example, yeah. you bring Jesus into that part of your goal, yeah. and you you pray about that throughout the year and and continue to work on that exercise. Like it's going to be on the forefront of your mind, and you're not going to die off in February. That's true. Because he's going to bring you strength, and he's going to bring you wisdom, and you're going to continue to have hope and yeah. hope in him throughout that, and it's just going to help push you along the way. But the fallback of it, that is maybe I did fail, and I did uh, blow a little money this month, that I do have hope in Jesus that, man, you know what? That's all right. Like, I, I need to get back on track, but it's all right. I got Jesus with me. Right. Does and that it, make sense? Yeah. It, and if it's something he wants for you as yeah. well, yeah, he's going to remind you. And you're also, if it's money, because I've been there, and that um, it's actually been like a three-year process that we're working through Dave Ramsey. Mm, that's a good program. Um, but you're going to feel convicted when you blow that extra 50 bucks. Yeah, yeah. And he, he's going to remind you of that, and he's going to want you debt-free. So if if you're bringing them him, him into these New Year's resolutions, and yeah. that's what he wants for you, like, he's going to come alongside you, and he's going to help you, and he's going to remind you, and he's going to give you the strength. When you do fail, he's going to help pick you back up. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And, you know, going along with that, in 1 Corinthians 10.13, it said, it says, God is faithful. He, will, he won't allow you to be tempted beyond your abilities. Instead, with the temptation, God will also supply a way out so that, if, so that you will be able to endure it. And I think that kind of goes along with what we were just saying. Like, you know, you might fall off on one month or you might, you know, screw up. But, or you might be tempted to spend that money or to do whatever. We keep hammering on the money and the and the weight and that's not the only things you can but if if you're gonna fall off on anything even if it's when when it's biblical or temptation and you know with sin god is always going to provide a way out he's not we've not done we're not going through anything that he didn't satan tempted jesus in the desert for 40 days Uh, he's not going through any we're not going through anything that he hasn't so no matter what it is whether it's your your new year's resolution or whether it's just normal everyday life, putting your hope in Jesus, understanding that when there is trouble in our lives, he's always got a way out. He's always got a, Hey, you know what? Like for me, you know, sometimes I struggle with anger and I get upset. God always provides me a way out. I I always can go, all right, like let's chill. It's not that big of a deal. Like whatever I'm fighting about, it's stupid. Like right. it really doesn't matter. It's not going to a, a day from now. It's not going to change anything. So, you know what I'm saying? Like there's always going to be an opportunity. God's always going to give us an opportunity to get out of our hole, to get out of our hole, whether it's in relationship, whether it's in new year's resolutions, whether it's in, you know, our biblical block. Right. So what, what, 
what are some things as we kind of, you know, look towards the new year? Give me some things that you would be a good resolution outside of like physical, like biblical. So some, some biblical goals. Yeah, sure. So uh, one of mine actually is to, I'm doing a devotional with a group of guys and we've been, I want to continue doing that. I've been pretty dedicated to it and I, I get it done every day. And I want to make sure that continues with that group of guys because okay. um, we're going deeper. We're learning from it. Uh, we're, we're getting other people's insight yeah. and, and applying that to our life. It is a lot like Monday nights, yeah. um, our Bible study that we've talked about. Um, so that's one of my, I guess that, you could call that a New Year's resolution, but it's a goal for me to continue to do that. Yeah. And we have been inviting like new guys in. Every, is that the one that I was invited to? Yeah. They, and I did it for about four days, and then you never heard from me again? Cause, yeah, it was. Because I fell off the bandwagon. He fell off. But, See, the problem was for me, that was in the U version, and I don't use that. I use BLB, the BLB, Blue Letter Blue Bible. Blue Letter Bible. And so to open that other app, I'm like, ugh. It's so hard. I know. Right? But no, I fell off. Maybe you'll so, invite me on the next one, and I'll try again. Yeah. But that, that's one of mine. So to continue in that, um, our pastor just sent one out to read the New Testament in a year. Oh. Which they did read the Bible in a year last year. I fell off the bandwagon on that. Yeah. But I'm going to I'm gonna try the New Testament as well. So I've signed up for that. So that's a biblical goal. There you go. And I, I think I'm going to think back to two years ago when I said yes to Jesus and I became a mm-hmm. a true follower. And w- one of those goals was just to read a verse a day. A verse a day. That's pretty easy. Read a verse a day. And really lament on it. Is that the right word? Really study that verse. I don't even know that I studied it. I just wanted to read a verse a day. I wanted to be in my Bible. Oh, there you go. Um, And so reading a verse a day was... how I started and then I started reading the Bible from Luke and I think I made it to like numbers and I died off (laughs) numbers is numbers (laughs) is numbers yeah um so I haven't made it all the way through the Bible but so one of the one of the things that I would like to do see I struggle with that opening the Bible every day too so I really should work on that and set some kind of goal with that because I I I do other things. I like to listen to messages. I like to do verse by verse, which we've talked about in other um, stuff, but is is actually getting the physical Bible open. And even sometimes not even on your phone, but having the actual text, the actual book, I feel like it's a little bit different. You yeah. know what I mean? I got, you know, I brought, I don't know why I brought this today, but maybe I brought it just for this moment. Bingo. Um, my family. Family gave this to me in 2013, and I didn't start following until 2018. And I probably never, I want to say I never opened it between 2013 and 2018, but it's got some wear and tear on it now because I do open it and I do yeah. get into it. And uh, I try to use this on Monday nights at our Bible study and actually read from the text, I think. There's something to that. Yeah. I think there's something more to that. So that that could be a challenge for 
for those of us that have been walking for a long time and it's way more convenient to do it on your phone, take a break from your phone and go read your actual Bible. That's good. I like that. So one of the other things that I do and I kind of 2020 felt kind of like in times. I'm just not going to lie. A lot of things that happen are like, oh boy, you know what I mean? And yeah. I'm not by any means saying that it is because uh, I don't know. But uh, I started going through Revelation and which I had never done. Revelation is one of those books that kind of scares me. Like it kind of sounds conspiratory if you right. get into it, like, come on, but I know it's true. And then it's just overwhelming because it's, you know, hard to picture some of the things that are in Revelation. So that's, I started going through there and then I'm like, you know what? I should ask my wife to do this with me. And then we started to do it and then we kind of just fizzled off and never finished. So that's something that I like to in the next, I'll set a small resolution, there you a go. small goal in the next maybe two months as we go through Revelation. We use verse by verse ministries. It's a good walk you through context and stuff like that. But, but, um, to go through that because the Bible does say it's like the one book that says, if you read this, you will be blessed. Yeah. Which I never knew that. And as I started reading revolution revelations, I'm like, I should probably finish this. Yeah, you should. Um, it, something that came to mind when you're talking about that. So if you're struggling with this, with, with doing this and reading the Bible or even getting a devotional, find an accountability partner. Um, Nice. So, like your wife could be your accountability partner, but in your example, you both kind of fizzled out on that. So, yeah. maybe you need to reach out to another couple to join you in and walking through revelations. Or That'd be a good idea. Yeah, that is a good. That's a good concept with anything, but for goals and resolutions and making sure that you're staying on point, ask ask for help. Ask for help. You're looking to exercise more. It's, it's easier to do it when you got somebody else that's counting on you. That is true. And that same theory applies to reading the Bible. Yeah. If somebody else is counting on you to talk to them about what you read. Yeah. And you don't read it, like, you're going to feel guilty when you go to them. And you're like, well, I don't even know what you're talking about because I didn't read it. Yeah. Or you're going to have to try and fake it. And that doesn't really work with the Bible. It, it doesn't. No. It doesn't. But anyway, well... As we're wrapping up this podcast, um, we kind of talked about last year. We're looking towards the future. Our goal is for the Two Fish podcast to be a huge success for us in 2021. Uh, we're really going to push it this year. And yeah, yeah we're, we're just going to keep going. We don't know what God has for us around the corner, but uh, we're going to trust and we're going to hope and what he has for us. Yeah. And we're going to keep pushing forward. Thanks for tuning in today to the Two Fish Podcast, where we try to keep biblical truth simple. Catch us on YouTube, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Have a great night.